Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast, episode 113. It is a beautiful Saturday. Uh, we're supposed to fucking get snow next week. Stop talking about the weather like you're an old man. Anyway, uh, thank you guys for checking in on me. This podcast, uh, huge shout-outs to Victor again, Combat Cardio Club here in Grand Forks. Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. Uh, over by UND. It's on Dyke Avenue. Uh, get in there and train and try it out, boxing, anything you want, dude. We do Ab City, you get your ass in shape, uh, get that fucking beach body and that pool body you want for the summer, uh, get in there, get in shape, you guys, even if you don't go to any of the gyms I talk about, uh, get out there, get active, get in a gym, just go run down the fucking road, I don't know, I love it, uh, I'm having a bad day, you guys, and I talk about it on the podcast, but doing this fucking podcast... It made me feel a lot better. I'm like a lot cheery all of a sudden, and I got it out, and it's not boo-hoo fucking Dave bullshit. It, it, we get into uh, some good stuff, and we, you know, dealing with the pain that I'm in today and, and, and some of the other stressors, it got me pretty emotional, so I hope you guys like it. Uh, uh, another shout-out, uh, you guys, 22 a day outdoors. Me and my buddy Mike are taking – we want to take veterans out fishing and we want to give them the therapy of the outdoors and just hanging out with other veterans, getting to know each other. Uh, it's what we're doing. And we're actually uh, talked about it for years and we're getting it started uh, this summer. Uh, I'm so excited, you guys. If you're a veteran and you want us to go out fishing with us, uh, let me know. Uh, contact um, Hometown Heroes, uh, Wounded Warrior Project, one of those guys. We're going to be working with them all uh, to get veterans out on the water, catching some fish, having a good time. And just a little bit of therapy, you guys. So uh, my sister started to go fund me. So if you go on my Facebook, uh, Andrea Del Rio's Facebook uh, or whatever, if you guys want to know how to find that link, uh, let me know. I will post it up on the DaveCast uh, Facebook page. And it's on my personal Dave Helmbrick Facebook page, you guys. Thank you so much for all the people that have donated already. It's, it's We're over $1,000. And it's like, this shit's really going to happen, you guys. And it makes me emotional that, Dude, I'm so excited, you guys. And all the people who have donated are are the best, for real. Um, huh, I'm getting choked up. Anyway, <laughs> thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Hit me up, davespodcast1 at gmail.com. If you want to be on, I got the Zoom thing figured out. It went really well with my buddy Matt. Uh, let me know, you guys. Let me know what you want me to talk about. Feedback, feedback, you guys. Let me know how terrible I sound. I really don't care. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, enjoy the podcast. I'm out. Hey, what's up, hey, everybody? What is going on, everybody? What's going on, everybody? What up, everybody? Welcome, welcome to the Dave Cast. Welcome back to Dave Cast. The Dave Cast. The Dave Cast. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Man, I cannot get a point across to save my life today, you guys. I'm getting emotional. Stop getting emotional, Dave. Listen to me, you guys. I'm out of control. So, welcome to the Dave Cast. I'm gonna be your host, Dave Helmbrett. This was the first podcast. I hope you guys liked it. I love you guys, and thank you so much. Love you guys. Listening. Later. Hey, what's going on, you guys? Thanks for checking in on me. Welcome back to the podcast. It's not a good one. Today's not a good day for me. I feel like somebody pulled my neck or just my spine out of my body, hung it from a tree and fucking beat it up like it was a heavy bag. And then you put it back in my body. I'm fucking hurting today. I don't know why. It ain't like the last couple days I've done anything crazy. Me and Mike took the boat to a, a shop in Mentor, Minnesota. To have them check out the lower end of it and why it's not uh, moving. The engine still runs just fine. 
Uh, it doesn't go forward or backwards. Backwards didn't, the reverse didn't work for over a year now. So they're going to look at it and see how much it's going to cost to fix. If it's too much, we're just going to get a used engine. And if it's not too bad, we'll just have it fixed. Well, with that being said, my beautiful, amazing uh, sister, Andrea, started a GoFundMe page for me and Mike, who are starting a a guide service for veterans to take veterans out on the water, probably the Red River here in Grand Forks mainly, uh, to catch catfish and some walleyes and whatever. There's everything in the Red River you can catch. And uh, the boat broke down. It was a huge setback for us. And Mike has – a shout-out to Mike, dude. Mike has so much invested in this already, uh, his time, his money. Compared to me, man, I have I don't have a lot into it. I don't have the money, uh, the resources and stuff. Uh, I got the boat, and I got some fishing knowledge, and I got the voice to try to put it out there. You know, I got my, my 50 listeners <laughs> who can who can uh, throw us some support or whatever. I don't know. But uh, a huge shout-out to my sister for starting to go fund me, and it's already made over $1,000, and it's going to help us so much to get this started. And we actually didn't even know we were going to get it going this summer, and we are. We should be able to get it going this summer. Uh, eventually we'd like to have, uh, two decent boats. So me and Mike could go out separately and, uh, vehicles to pull them with. We don't have much right now, but like I was talking to Mike yesterday and it is what it is. And you know, I'll, I'll pull the boat with my 94 Ford pickup truck. It looks like a beater. It is a beater, uh, just to do what we're trying to do, man. And if people judge us for it, then fuck off. <laughs> That's the mood I'm in today. I don't know if I want to talk about certain things that are going on in the country, certain things that are going on with me, because I am, I'm fucking ready to swing on somebody today, man. My neck, my back, ugh. Uh, what else is going on, man? Uh, the, those mangy puppies, they, the, they just do not go away, man. Bailey is dealing with some mange now, and she's my girl. She is my, my baby girl, and. Uh, I'd suck seeing her being all itchy and bumps all over her body. Uh, she lost some hair on her hind end. And we just really cannot take mangy puppies with the animals we have in our house already. And it's really not safe. Uh, we've been bathing the dogs nonstop. Uh, we got NexGuard and some other medicine to help with it. And hopefully uh, she doesn't have to struggle with it too much longer. I feel terrible for her. Uh so much I want to talk about, and all I can think about is the back of my fucking head hurts, my neck hurts, everything hurts, my left arm is on fire. That nerve implant can't come soon enough, and I'm not going to talk about that. Dude. Don't talk about that. It's okay, man, to talk about having a down day and having uh, struggles, you know what I mean? Like, if you just sit and you just, if you don't talk about it, it just... I don't know, maybe you're one of those people that can ball it up and be okay with it and be like, I struggle every day, Dave. I deal with knee pain every day and I push through. That's awesome. Good for you. But maybe you can deal with it even better if you sat down with your significant other, a friend, uh, fucking do a podcast, record it, and talk about your pain, man. A lot of people are struggling. A lot of people are dealing with it. I don't sit here and talk about it. For you guys to go, boo-hoo, Dave. We all got fucking problems. We do. We do, and I just want you guys to know that you can. Re I relate with you. You can relate with me, and maybe you know somebody is fucking cool as a guy who's got a podcast, a guy who's fucking this good looking for being damn near forty, 
I'm kidding. I look terrible. <laughs> I I just hope you guys, you know, we, we can all relate. We're all struggling with something, and it's on a spectrum, right? Maybe you're not fucking dealing with some crazy neck issues. Maybe you're just dealing with financial issues. Maybe you're dealing with uh, custody battle issues with a fucking with an ex uh, an ex. You know, there's so many things that you can be struggling with, and we're all struggling with something. So don't uh, you see somebody talking about something or having issues with something? Don't don't shoot it down, man. Don't just be like, oh, I'm struggling too. It's like we're all struggling. And if that person comes to you and brings up their struggles, maybe they just want to get something off their chest and let them do that. Uh, comparing our fucking problems doesn't doesn't make your problems go away. And talking about it doesn't make your problems go either, but sometimes it just makes it go, it makes it better. And I love to talk, and talking is my therapy. And hopefully you guys can find a way to deal with pain and uh, frustrations and stressors, the stressors of life. We all have them. And it's just, you got to find a way to cope with it, deal with it, move on. Uh, the physical aspect, I bring it up all the time, man. I, I miss being, I'm watching the UFC fights right now. I'm taking a break from watching it so I can get a podcast out. And I miss fighting. Like, I wish I could get in there and roll and spar. Like, I go to the fight, I go to the boxing gym, um, cardio, the combat cardio club uh, that Victor started. And I go there and I teach and I coach. And I, it's fun to just be involved and be around cool people and people who look up to me like, hey, man, how do I do this and do that? And then they're asking me about boxing. And I'm like, I got hands. I can box. But I am not. I am more of a wrestler, grappler. Like, I don't. I know some boxing. And I'll, I can teach them the basics. And I hold pads. And my pad work is very, very basic compared to, like, Victor's throwing, like, a lot of slips and ducks and fucking some crazy combos. And me, mine's pretty basic, but basic wins the fight. You know what I mean? If you get in there and you got you got good defense, good footwork, and you can throw good straight punches, uh, you're gonna do pretty good in a fight. Uh, <laughs> where did I just I just branched off into this crazy shit where I always do it, but it's like if so to me, physical, being physical, working out, fighting, grappling was my life, and then I hit the stop sign. It says, hey. You fucking broke yourself. You're old. You can't do it anymore. What else can you do to keep yourself uh, entertained? <laughs> keep yourself uh, not hating yourself or not doing those things that you love. And the podcast came from this. Like I'm, the, I got to count my blessings that came from it. Right, the podcast has come from it. Uh, being able to get clean and sober. Being able to get uh, just. I don't know. I don't know what else I've got from it. You know, I try to create content, the backcast and stuff. And I'm, I just want to be an entertainer. That's who I am, man. And if you guys are like, there's fucking Dave. Here's the main insecurities. Ready? There's Dave making his fucking videos again. There's Dave fucking being a Batman and being dumb. He needs attention. I do. That's what I do. That's what I like. That's what I love. You know? And if you're a photographer and you're out taking photos and you're posting them online for people to see because you love photography and you love those things that you can create with a camera, it's no different, man. We all got our thing, you know, and some people sing is boxing and fighting. Some people sing is football, wrestling, you know what I mean? Like we all got our thing and my thing is I want to be an entertainer. I would love to be a stand-up comic and get in front of people and do it and that's the dream of mine and it's still there. I'm not going to lose it, you know. But you got to put dreams on the back burner sometimes. My, you know, being a black belt in jujitsu, it's on the back burner. 
Uh, if I never, if let's say I never got injured or even if I did get it, even if, you know, the injury and I still just stayed involved and drilled and be there, uh, which I struggled to do, you know, and I wish I could go back and change things, but I can't, I am where I am now. Uh, I'm back in the gym and I'm teaching. Uh, I teach some wrestling and grappling whenever anybody wants to, but I'm just more there for moral support and to, to keep people motivated and uh, to help out Vic, man. That's the big part of it is Victor puts so much time and effort into this gym. And I'm not to not like knock on, on Butch or Junior or some of these guys that ran Forks Fighters for years, but, and they cared. Trust me, I know, I know they cared and... Was my mic running right there for a second? Yeah, okay. My computer is being a piece of crap today. Let me start on that crap either. But uh, these guys that ran Forks Fighters before, they cared. Trust me, they cared and they loved what they did. But you got a guy like Victor who steps in and he just puts a little more effort into things and a little, you know, and it's like the gym it looks amazing. He's got a brand new boxing ring, uh, the bag set up, everything, like the way he keeps it clean, the gear, it just, he has just done an, another level of giving a shit and I love being a part of it and I like helping him out. And I like, he just had knee surgery and it's good for me. Like, he's like, hey man, I just need to take a night off. Uh, I do not mind going and helping out. And uh, another thing that that does is it keeps me motivated to go. Like, fucking come 5.30 on a Tuesday and a Thursday, like, I don't want to drive to town. I don't want to go. My neck hurts. My back hurts. I'm just feeling fucking suicidal. I don't want to go. Damn, Dave, you went there. You went there. I went there. Appreciate him for keeping me involved and reaching out to me to, you know, if, if you're sitting there and you're operating something, you're doing something and you like overwhelmed and you're like, I wish people would help me, but you're not asking for help. You're not reaching out to people. You can't expect them to, to, to take a break in their life and, and know that you need help. They might not know that. They might, I see Vic running the gym and I'm like, he's kicking ass. He don't, what's he need me for? He doesn't need my help, but he does, man. Like he, he reaches out and he's like, I need your help. And he isn't afraid to ask. He isn't afraid, you know, to, to, to do it. And I'm so happy that I can reach out and help him. And he's helping me in so many ways, getting my ass off the couch and getting me off the fucking video games and getting me in to the gym, which I love and love to do. And it just, it makes me feel better. And uh, even on those days where I'm like, I don't want to go. It's 530. I'm just not going to go or I'm going to make an excuse and not go. Uh, if I end up going, like I'm very happy that I did. Uh, I got to socialize. I got to get in a little bit of a workout. It's always hot in that gym and just holding pads and stuff for me. Uh, it gives me a good workout and, uh, I just got to stay away from the high impact stuff, but, and there's been a bunch of little kids in there that I can try to like keep them motivated and keep them going and show them, you know, just, they can burn off some energy and you, you see their parents when they come to pick them up and they're like, I hope you wore them out cause these little motherfuckers are balls of energy. And it's like, yeah, they need to get in there and I'm going to start bringing Davey more, um, my son Davey's 15 and he needs he's got really good boxing skills uh his footwork needs work and you know all these little things but naturally he does really good at throwing a punch and he said he liked it and I just gotta I'm gonna force him to go until he just like I don't want to do you know sometimes you gotta you know this is like the video games and just the content and the shit that's on their phones can keep them entertained forever and they're missing out on on real world shit that and sometimes you gotta force them and you know and it's hard as a parent 
Like, ah, he's content doing that. He's content watching stupid videos all day. That's not, he's not building any sort of skill for himself. And I got to get in there and get him motivated with life. He hates talking school. He's just, I don't know. I hated school, man, but I got a, I had an old man that would boot me in my ass if I had bad grades or, or didn't finish homework or had detention all the time. Wasn't going to be cool with it, you know, and, and I wish I could say I'm the same type of dad, but it's like sometimes I'm a little too laid back, and I think we all are at times. And It is what it is, you guys. It is what it is. So, oh, there's a couple things I want to touch on real quick. Gun control, right? My first thing, okay, so if you guys know, everybody probably knows, right? The Second Amendment's kind of under attack. Uh, the Democrats are trying to change uh, gun laws and gun control laws and this and that. And uh, the big part for me is like, dude, criminals don't give a shit. We all know this. The criminals don't care. They're going to find a gun. They're going to make a gun. They're going to build a bomb. They're going to hurt people if they want to hurt people. Uh, con- making it harder for people that uh are savvy with guns and know what they're doing with guns or would actually use them to help protect other people protect themselves and their family uh i don't think it's helping the situation but i just think it's all a big fucking troll man it is just another way for the government to be like okay what could we come up with what 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 topics make the left and the right fight with each other more than anything gun control is one of them let's just threaten let's just make it sound like we're going to take the rights guns away or the conservatives guns away or just take guns away from whoever doesn't matter what political fucking views you have going to take your guns away so now you have like people who don't think you should have guns versus people that think you should have guns fighting with each other and they're just battling and we just turn a blind eye to the dumb shit their government's fucking doing yeah you know like that's what I think it is. Are they ever going to take everybody's guns away? Fuck no. They're never going to be able to come take your guns, knock on door to door and take fucking guns away. Uh, you know, they the, the day ever comes that that happens, it's going to be nasty. And I don't think it's going to happen. It's just, just, they're just looking for reasons to fucking, to get us to fight with each other, right? Like the racial shit. Just let's, let's just, it's just, boom, crazy. Uh, so don't get so fired up. Don't let them drag you into this left versus right battles. That that's all they want to do. That's all they want to do, you guys. <sighs> Next topic: uh, the Derek Chauvin, 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 the uh, the cop that kneeled on uh, Derek Floyd's neck for nine minutes. Uh, the trial is happening, and. Ah, man, I make this mistake of like, I follow the Daily Wire, Ben Shapiro, I follow some canine, uh, some canine groups on Facebook, some police groups on Facebook, and I make the fucking mistake of going in there and reading comments, okay? That fucking cop fucked up. He fucked up, and people are justifying like, well, he was a fucking, okay, George Floyd was a criminal. He was a drug addict. He was on drugs. He was going to overdose anyway. I don't give a fuck about any of that. George Floyd isn't on trial here. The fucking cop that kneeled on his fucking neck for nine minutes and then the people like, it wasn't on his neck. It was on his shoulder. I've seen that video so many fucking times. He's on his fucking neck. <laughs> to deny that is just stupid. You know, I got fucking friends on Facebook that I was in the military with that I see in these groups that we're in the group together and they'll show me their comment. Or I just, I don't know. I'm like, this shit is fucking, you're being 
completely inhumane. You're right. It's like almost teetering on racism. You're fucking licking the boots of this fucking cop, dude. It's okay to be a cop. I was a cop for 14 fucking years and it's okay for me to look at a cop and be like, I don't got to be on his side because I was one. Fuck that. This guy fucked up. He's a piece of shit and he's got a track record of being a piece of shit and there's people defending him. Lock that fucking guy away forever for all I give a fuck, man. Yeah, George Floyd might have been a criminal, might have been a bad guy, was a bad guy, was on drugs, doesn't give a fucking cop the right to kneel on his neck for fucking six minutes, then he goes completely unconscious for another three minutes, not do a fucking thing, okay? You can say he was fighting, oh, he shouldn't have did this, he shouldn't have did that, he probably shouldn't have, but he did, and he ended up in a situation, cops fucking responsibility when they get a a suspect detained in handcuffs maybe you know once he's unconscious he's no longer resisting you flip the fucking guy over you check his pulse you give him fucking uh first aid give him cpr you give him narcan if you think he's showing signs of being on heavy drugs and overdosing you don't just not do anything that's not that's The fucking guy needs to go to jail. And if you're sitting there defending police brutality, fuck off, man. Like, I don't know. I'm stuck. I can't. I'm not like on the fence about it at all. I don't give a fuck. I made a meme. The the fucking Georgia, uh, Georgia, fucking the Colorado Boulder shooter. Can't think of his name right now. Uh, The cops fucking arrested him, gave him first aid and took care of him. After he fucking killed 10 people. Like you don't think they wanted to stomp his fucking head into the ground. Take him out back and just put a fucking bullet in him. Because he just killed people. Killed one of their fucking police officers. One of their buddies. One of their co-workers. The guy just fucking killed him. You don't think they want to do that? They can't. It's not their, that's not what they fucking do. They fucking do the, they do the bare minimum to stop the threat at hand. And then they get a guy in custody and they actually rendered first aid to him, put him on a stretcher and took care of the fucking guy who just killed their friend or their coworker. That's their fucking job. They don't get to fucking have street justice and fucking, you know what I mean? And people pretty well probably wouldn't care, right? Then like a cop took him all back and fucking shot him. Well, I don't want to be fucking caught in somewhere breaking the law and a cop gets to just show up and decide what happens to me. That's not how this fucking country works, you know? It ain't like cop where I show up on scene and I fucking ca- I we're arresting a guy for molesting his three year old daughter. Like you don't think I want to fucking stomp his head in? I have a daughter, turned eighteen by the way. My daughter's eighteen. See you later, Kelsey. You're on your own. Just kidding. I don't. I can't. I don't. I can't read these. This this shit anymore. I really can't. The cop is a piece of shit. It's okay to be like, fuck that guy. He's a piece of shit. The three cops that sit around and watch him do it are pieces of shit. Okay? You render first aid. I don't care. Maybe the guy would have died. Maybe George Floyd would have died on his own of an overdose. Maybe. But it's not up for them that him fuck. Okay? I got that. Did I get it out without being too fucking crazy? I love cops. I am a cop. I respect their fucking job. They got the hardest job in the world. You'd never, ever see me on the street with my knee on a guy's fucking neck, back, shoulder. I don't give a fuck. Even if I'm holding him down by his handcuffs, with my hand on his back, just controlling him. And all of a sudden, he goes unconscious. I'm not going to just sit there for another three fucking minutes and do nothing. I'm going to flip him over. Fuck. 
check his pulse. Oh my God, he doesn't have a pulse. I'm going to render first aid. I don't give a fuck what happened before that. It is not my job to let somebody die. It's my job to save lives, even if it is the life of a piece of shit criminal. It's just that that's what your fucking cops do, man. It wasn't Derek Chauvin's fucking job to let somebody die on his watch. He was negligent. He fucked up. Put him in fucking jail. He let a man die on his watch. All right. That's enough of that bullshit. Okay, you guys? Today, I'm taking fucking Malone. We still got Malone to the, uh, taking him to the main society where we're meeting some people from Moorhead that are possibly going to adopt him. Malone is a tricky one, man. He is extremely dog aggressive. And when he meets a new dog, he's very, very alpha, very aggressive towards him. Uh, If that dog is submissive, it's not so bad. They warm up and I think they'll be okay. Uh, If you guys heard before, the main reason we got him back was because I just burped. Anyway, the reason we got him back was because the lady who adopted him, uh, her sister's dog, just didn't get along. And this shit is crazy, right? So I'm he. We tie him out in the backyard. I got him a harness because he pulls out of his uh, pulls out of his collar, and he's chewing the rope off. So I got uh, a cable, like a metal, an in, inside metal. It's like plastic wrapped cable, metal cable on the inside, so he can't chew through it. Uh, stake him out in the backyard where he can't get wrapped in anything. Hook it to the harness, and he can. You know, be a lot freer than being in the outdoor kennel, which is pretty small. And I hate, you know, it's like we used to put him in there, but it's like I'd rather have him be out roaming around a little bit. And I think he's got some PTSD with uh, you guys remember Malone's story he was wrapped in fucking chains and negative degree weather and he got frostbite and he was tied out. And it just I think it still bothers him a little, but he's getting a little better with it. And we supervise. I don't leave him out there. Not out there right now. I don't leave him out there for a long time. I'm peeking out all the time to make sure he's still there, make sure he's okay. Uh, I go out there and lay in the grass and play with him while he's tied out. Uh, we can't cut him off leash like the other dog. We can't risk for him to run off. He is uh, part of Journey Home's foster system. So like, if he runs off, gets hit by a car, it's terrible. Ter- it's terrible for any dog. But when they got a dog, they got a lot of money invested into him and... Uh, he just, he's a roamer. He runs and roams and that's a lot of these foster dogs don't stick around. They're like, I've been on the street before. I'm out of here. And they run off and do their thing. And he's gotten off leash before. Like he pulled out of his collar a couple of times and he runs off to the neighbors and comes back. Oh, anyway, the neighbors, two houses over, right? Have dog. They, I've seen dogs over there quite a bit and there's quite a bit of them. I thought there was about four, maybe five tops. They got six dogs, and they're all like an aggressive type looking dog, right? Like I like pit bulls. Pit bulls are great. Uh, Robin's sister Jody's got a beautiful pit bull, and he's Bosa is his name, and he's a sweetheart, and he's he's a powerful dog, and scared the shit out of me before. He starts playing a little rough with me before, but anyway, he's cool, and I love pit bulls. I really do. But when you see dogs run up, and they're not. You're not familiar with them whatsoever. You've never even seen them before. If one's like a pit bull type breed dog, you fucking get a little scared. You get a little nervous, right? I get a little nervous anytime it's like a larger dog in in any way. But here we got six of these fucking dogs and they all look almost like a pit bull mixed breed dogs. And their hair's all standing up. But they've been getting out. The last three days in a row they've gotten out and they come over here. And... One of them ran up to Malone and Malone straight pinned this dog to the ground and was like 
teeth fucking baring. And I ran out there and was like pulling Malone off of him. And the dog was screaming like super scared. And I was like, thank God. If these six fucking dogs wanted to go pack drive and start trying to shred, tear the dog apart, come after me, come after Bailey, come after River. If one of the kids is in the yard. I've talked to the guy who, who owes the owner of the dogs and he feels terrible that they keep getting out. His fence that he has over there is terrible. It's ghetto as fuck. You know, and I couldn't, Jesus, having those six dogs in your house all the time? I don't know what they do. It's crazy. But, uh, it's some close calls, man. These dogs scare the piss out of me. And I don't, I'm going to start breaking up dog fights. I'm going to get bit. Somebody's going to get bit. Dogs are going to get hurt. So I got to be really careful about not, you know, when I let the dogs out, I got to make sure I'm supervising and stuff. And you should anyway, right? You should anyway. Well, we live out in the country. There ain't much around. And I let Bailey and River run around quite a bit unsupervised. Something happens to him that's on me. I got to live with it. That's terrible, right? Those are my babies. But I don't know what I want to share that story with because fucking dog, dude, it's scary, man. I've broken up dog fights when I was in the military. It's never good. You're going to get bit. Somebody's getting bit. It's never fun. Never fun. Okay, you guys. 22 a day outdoors. Me and Mike starting this thing. Talked about it at the beginning. We're going to take veterans out fishing and show, you know, we can talk and share stories and get some fucking therapy time in, uh, build some relationships with some other veterans, uh, show them how much fun and relaxing fishing can be, uh, how much fun it can be. And it's just something me and Mike have talked about for years and we're finally getting it started. Uh, if you want to get on my Facebook page, I've shared it. My sister shared it. Uh, if you guys want to just donate 20 bucks or just share the post is, is plenty to help us out. To get off, to get things started, uh, the hiccup with the boat motor kind of sucks, but it's it's part of the game, you know, and it is what it is. So, uh, oh yeah, the idea behind twenty two a day. If you guys don't know, twenty two veterans a day commit suicide on average. Twenty two fucking veterans a day, and that's crazy, man. And, and I get it. It's something I struggle with. You guys know I've talked about it on here so many times. I have chronic suicidal ideations man where it's like i used to think thinking about killing yourself was normal and i would bring it up to people and like dave 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 i don't think about killing myself ever and i'm like oh i think about it on the daily like i don't know why i don't know why my mind plays tricks on me and when i'm in pain when i'm struggling when i feel like my best days are behind me and i don't want to live a certain way for the rest of my life man like it's 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 there you know, and I have ways of combating it and trying to beat it. And I joke. I joke about it, you guys. And some people can't handle the fucking jokes. But, you know. So we're just trying to bring light to 22 veterans a day commit suicide. 22 of them struggling with battles that the military programmed, in, programmed into them. That PTSD is just a fucking... It's rough, man. And it's like you don't even know you have it. Yes, there's spectrums and other stuff. But uh, Mike's calling me right now. Probably call me about the boat. Call him back after this because I'm wrapping it up. Uh, I love you guys. Thank you so much for your support. Uh, if you guys want to be on the podcast, man, I got the Zoom thing figured out. If we're not in the area and you want to be on the podcast, send me an email, davespodcast1 at gmail.com. Send me a Facebook message on just Dave Helmert on Facebook, Funny Welder on uh, Instagram, Average Dad Memes. Just whatever, you guys. My YouTube page is just Dave Helmbrecht. Check out. I got a backcast coming up. Uh, I don't know if I can fucking top the Joker one, dude. That was pretty good, right? I'm getting good feedback on it. People think it's funny. 
and it's just shit I throw together, and I just hope I can get a laugh out of somebody or just be like, Jesus, Dave is a fucking idiot. No, I love it, dude. I love it. I love it, you guys. Thank you. So this made this made this cheered me up before this fucking podcast started. I wanted to like rip my own spine out and throw it in the trash. Ugh. Pain, you guys. But I there's there's a light at the end of the tunnel for me. There's a light at the end of the tunnel for you guys. And I love you so much, all of you. Uh, if you ever need anything, I love to talk, and I would just I would meet you just to say what's going on. Talk to me. You know what I mean. I could try to cheer you up. Uh, I can listen, you guys. So. Be up, be everybody, okay, what did I, I saw a meme today. Uh, you can't help everybody, but if somebody helped, but if everyone helped somebody, it would be a huge difference. I believe in that. Help each other out, you guys. All right, enough for the sappy fucking change the world bullshit. <laughs> I love you guys. I'm out.